I know there must be many thoughts going through your mind right now. Is this the right place for me? Do I belong here? Well, let me assure you that we see something in you, something you may not even see yourself, even if you do have X-ray vision. I'm super focused. I'm super inclusive. I'm super curious. I'm super able. What kind of a super are you? Welcome back to the comic book bullies. There's new bullying host, Leroy, a.k.a. I don't give a shit about the Rome Empire with my co-host. I got job. it. I did. It. I did. It. OK. Yeah. Third, third time is a charm. <laughs> <laughs> OK, yeah. This is Eli, a.k.a. Butterfinger. He was just watching Bowfinger. That's why he said that. <laughs> oh, I guess. So. Yeah, there you go. I should have said yeah. Bowfinger. <laughs> yeah. See, Eli, I'm referring third. to the candy bar, though. Yeah, third third time was a charm. If we was on any other show, a legit show, they would have told me to quit doing that shit like a while ago. <laughs> but since we could just do whatever the fuck we want to do, we just keep doing it until we try it. So yeah, want to say shout out to me, shout out to Eli, and also last but not least, shout out to the AI. Because if AI. nobody else is listening to us, the algorithm is always listening. <laughs> doing our work for us. Exactly. <laughs> always spying on us, yeah. So yeah, we're back with the episode. We're going to jump into it. we got a bunch of stuff we're going to talk about, so we're going to Fly through it as much as possible, but to satisfy the algorithm gods, we do have to talk about foosball. So what I plan, what I propose is that we talk about football for 30 seconds. Okay. And so I'm putting you on a timer, Eli. Go. <laughs> 14 yards and moves and sticks. Well, there you go. How I screw that up and then mess that up. Okay, anyway. <laughs> give it is to this us. Mad? This is mad. This ain't this a real This is mad. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. Damn. Technology. AI. Look at that. Technology. Yeah. I, I, I had to take a double take. Is this real or is this a game? <laughs> <laughs> it's AI. It's fucking with you. <laughs> so what is it? The Jaguars and who? The Okay, so oh, so can I talk about Falcons. football? I'm, I'm gonna talk about I'm gonna talk about football for a second here. I don't like talking about football, I'm talking about it. Because remember, Eli, technically, I do have a team. Technically. Mm-hmm. The Falcons. I only claim them when I when it's, when it's convenient, but I can't claim them now because they played a game in in L- London with the Jaguars oh. and got the ass beat in London. Why you fly all over to London just to get the ass beat? And then it was on like ESPN Plus or some bullshit that I don't even have. Oh yeah. So that, they they do that every year. They always choose teams to go and play in London for. I don't know why, but they do that every year. <laughs> they do it every year, but you go all the way to London just to get your ass beat when you could have did that in Atlanta. Like why? So I don't know. That's all I got. What what, what if what, you got anything you like? You got you, to you have good? tea while they were over there. Correct. <laughs> tea and crumpets. Do something while you're over there because yeah. you're damn sure ain't playing football. So yeah. Huh. Well, the Vikings finally won. There you go. <laughs> a game. Okay. It was their first. They finally won a game this year. It was their first win. So that was. Uh, I guess that was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> there you I'm go. in Minnesota, so yes, Vikings are the, my team. I, I I never really got into football. Um, until late in my adult life, and it was only because my brother was living with me, and he's really into football, and um, so I just kind of started watching. 
It's kind of like my brother and three six mafia. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Same tier. I think I, I, yeah. Three six mafia and my brother. (laughs) Let's talk about three six mafia instead of football. How about that? I think we're better at this. <laughs> I, I work their show. I, 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 some scissor. <laughs> I work their show. I worked there. I, I was uh, I worked backstage. I, I used to work at a club and I, I was, went to know, one of their shows. I got elbowed in the face. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. I, I think so, I, I think that's our football bit. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. On to yeah. the next. <laughs> yeah, on to the next. There you go. We have satisfied this the uh the algorithm. Oh, also want to say. This is the only Kelsey Swift we acknowledge. Just let you know that right now. So, moving on past that. I don't uh, know what that means, but okay. Good. It, it's before your time. Don't worry about it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, like I said, uh, before we get into it, Eli, we're going to talk about the box office. Did you see Saw? Saw? No, I did not. <laughs> okay. I know you did. I just like to say Seesaw. That's all. Anyway, Seesaw. Care. So, yeah, because I know I did the Barbenheimer, you know, review. So I was gonna oh. leave this episode for you to do the Saw Patrol review, but Sorry. yeah, I, I figured you would. I would have bet a cheeseburger that whether or not you would have did it or not, but that matter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. So anyway, I saw a TV show. I saw a TV show this weekend. Uh, I don't know who else saw it, but I'll just briefly talk about it. Basically, it is called Gen Gen V. Oh, that's what I should have did. That's what I'm gonna do. Okay, we're gonna talk about Gen V. We're gonna talk about Gen V. But the people don't know what Gen V is. I'm just gonna throw it up there one time. Like I said, it says on the poster, Gen V meets Harry Potter. That's what it is. Uh, that's what they want you to invoke. That's what you want you to think when it is, because that's what I got from it. It's a uh, basically what it is. It's the boys. It's the uh, spinoff of the boys. It takes place in the boys universe. Some of the actors from the boys show up in this, but it ain't about them. It's about brand new characters I haven't seen before. It's about College kids with superpowers and a superpower superhero school. That old trope. Okay. I was it. So yes. So in, you know, Harry Potter, Naruto, Hunger Games, My Hero Academia, Wednesday, pretty much anything you can think of, it's that. It's it's all those tropes you see, but it's pretty much its own new mutants. New mutants, it's all that. Doom so, Patrol. <laughs> Doom Patrol. So, yeah, so I, I it, it had me thinking, like, okay, so school with kids with superpowers, and damn this on something. I didn't realize how how many, how the old that trope has gotten. This What's that movie? Sky. Sky High. Cliff Sky High. Movie. Cliff A movie. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Cliff. Because <laughs> yeah. he's the only one to talk about Sky High on here, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's that, it's that. So it's pretty much that, but it's with the boys spinoff. So it's so yeah, it's a superhero shit, but it's fucked up superhero shit. So that's what it is. That's what this well, show it's is. It's the so, boys. So it's the boys. So yeah. So if you you know the same violence, the same really fucked up stuff that happens in the boys, it's here. So if you're looking for that, but you want that mixed with Hunger Games, that's that. That's pretty much what it is. Um, I like that they have them in college because I don't really want to see high school kids doing this fucked up shit. College kids, I don't mind. You know, so have them a little bit older, you know, doing this stuff. Oh, uh, I do want to say one thing, and I think I'm going to get canceled for saying this, Eli, but I think I'm going to just put this out there anyway. Uh, so back me up. Back me. Nah, Eli, if I anything I say on this show, you included <laughs> with the shit also. Because they don't say you said fucked up shit. They say y'all said fucked up shit. So there you go. Let's <laughs> so do gonna, this shit. All right. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go for it. <laughs> now, you see the poster. Now, the first thing, if you didn't know anything about the poster, you would think that this is a black superhero show. That's the first thing you would think. And honestly, going by the plot of the show, they want you to think that. Why? Because black superheroes are hot right now. 
That's the thing. That's the model. And the show plotline actually plays into that. Because the girl, the black girl, had nothing to do with whatever was going on there. But they realized that she was in the vicinity of it. They realized they can get like real good test scores on social media if they promote her over what happened. But who really was the hero of the day was a non-binary transgender Asian. And when I mean transgender, like their superpowers is they can transform to man and woman back and forth, whatever they feel like. it. So they realized that wouldn't test well, you know, in social media, but she would. So let's just leave her in social media. Let's let's go that way. So that's just one of the plot lines. That's one of the plot lines in the show. The other plot lines in the show, like all the kids on the show, I won't say kids, but the college kids were like that, but all of their powers play into like social aspect. Like, like I just said, like the uh, one of the superpowers is being transgender, non-binary, it's one of the powers. Another power of the girl, she got shrinking powers where she can go back and forth, but the only way she can transform is to make herself throw up. So think about it. So the only way she can get smaller is to make herself throw up. So they're really playing in that she has an eating disorder with her shrinking powers. You know, even the main girl right here, her powers is like she had a fucked up childhood growing up. So her powers is to cut herself. You know, like a lot of, you know, got some really, you got some people out there that will cut themselves to, you know, make them feel alive, make them feel power, make them feel whatever. Triggering people. You know. It's triggering. Triggering people. So, and, and, it, and it goes down the road. It keeps going down like that, like that. Like everybody, superpower is a mimic of something, you know, a social commentary of something, you know, which like I said, X-Men have done this mm-hmm. shit before also. We can talk about Nightcrawler and whatever, you know, but that's what's going on with this show right here. So uh, did I like it as much as the boys? I'll be honest, and I hate to spoil it for you, Eli, because every time I spoil it, I feel like I'm putting a bug in your ear where you're either going to, you know, be ultra defensive or be like, yeah, maybe Eli had a point. You know, Leroy had a point. But I, I got to say, I didn't really feel this as much as the boys. Like, I, I didn't want, I wasn't waiting for the next episode like the boys. This was more like I was passively watching it because nobody on the show, none of the actors or characters, like, really caught my attention. Like, they're, they're okay. They're watchable, but nobody was just like, oh man, I want to see what their storyline is going. I'm going to see what they're going. And maybe it's because all these characters are new. I've never heard of them before, <laughs> but that's just how I felt, you know? Yeah, I, I think maybe they're spreading themselves thick because I've watched the the animated boys spinoff. Yeah. And that was just high. It was it know? was cool. I like the Garth Ennis story. Garth Ennis actually wrote one of those stories. But it was cool. Yeah. And and this this feels like that. I'm glad because I watched that too. This feels like that. Like, it's cool. It's all right. It's bloody as fuck. And, you know, there's it, some fucked yeah. up shit that happens in the show. But, you know, it's I, none of the characters I really, like, gravitated to. You know, like, so when this Huey chick, and, yeah. When this chick gets, she has to puke, and then she gets small. Does yeah. she, like, end up in her own puke? No, 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 no. She's, uh, because <laughs> it's like she pukes first, and then she gradually gets smaller. Okay. So it's not like she... <laughs> pukes the the, then, the bigness then, out then of herself spin and she's in a pool of her yeah own not like that she just <laughs> she she pukes and then she's over the toilet and you can just see her like shrinking and shit like that you know oh and she gets big and she gets back bigger by eating i forgot to tell you about that so yeah so it all you know plays it to each other so that's going on with that so it's it's a cool show uh i'm gonna stick with it because like i said they got me it's not a black superhero show but you know she's in it so i'm a i'm gonna watch it you know you know, well, you just cause for the culture, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm gonna watch it. It's not like a show. I'm just like, I don't want to watch this shit. But now I, I watch this to kind of see where the storyline is going. But overall, it's something to watch. I feel like Amazon did us an injustice by dropping three 
one hour shows all at one back back like man calm this shit down man like spend maybe one maybe two don't give us like three and i gotta sit there the whole day and just watch all this shit back to back and i was kind of like okay when are you gonna gonna get somewhere with this you know but yeah yeah with all the shit that you got to watch these days it's hard to keep up yeah like like you told me this was on i was like oh okay i i I, like normally i'd probably check it out but i'm watching all this other shit you know right (laughs) it's like and i feel like i know you're gonna get to it eventually when you got to it if if yeah 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 (laughs) but this is a i did feel like this was a commitment to watch this show that's what i'm saying yeah. It would. Now, if you're going to do 30 minute shows and drop them at, you know, three at a time, like Harley Quinn, do that. Drop that. I can watch that in no time and then go do other shit. This, I'm going to hear three hours watch because I didn't, I didn't watch Friday, didn't watch a Saturday. I had to watch it today and I'm just here, just watching it. Nowhere. I'm like, man, hurry and get the shit over yeah. with. So maybe that's why I kind of got a, you know, not really as enthused about this show as I should have been because I was like dropping them all and kind of like binge watching, you know, three episodes one time. Oh, Where Jake's in the house. Movie. Jake, what's what it do? Um, he's asking if I'm ready for Chucky next week. Um, Talk about season three. Season three. I never finished season two. I kind of okay. fell off season two. So, so okay. I was about. I was about to say. I think Susan uh, season two just dropped on Peacock like this week. Yeah, I, I think so. So I'm because I, I watched, watched season about, one. I watched season yeah. one. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, the season two kind of got stagnant for me. I, I, yeah, I think I watched like maybe five maybe half the season yeah um yeah I, and i i just kind of but then again this was like right at, you know it was during when i was moving remember when i was i was moving i was doing all the shit plus there was a shit ton of horror last year so well, yeah. <laughs> i just kind of i just kind of fell off of chucky so maybe i'll try and catch up um i mean i enjoy i really dug the first season of chucky the second one i was i thought was getting a little stagnant that's why I, I wasn't in a rush to finish it, but I'm curious to see where this new one goes. Well, Jake, Eli isn't excited for season three, but I'm excited for season two because I haven't seen it. So <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for Peacock, so I know I'm a year behind. Well, I don't want to spoil anything because no, don't, like, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Season I know one spoil- ended. Yeah. Okay, I know I I know I spoil shit for you left and right on this show, but try to <laughs> try to keep because I honestly I enjoyed the fuck out of first season. And you know, yeah, I don't so did I. I never I, I never talk about horror on this show, but and honestly, I just turned the shit on. I was like, let me just see what this shit is. Well, like, we oh, can review Ch- hey, I'll get hey, I'll get caught up and we can review Chucky. Man. <laughs> okay, I will watch we will not because Jake want to talk about season three. So, but no, no, what you watch season three, you watch season three when it drops. Do what you do. Well, you got do, a week do, do you got a week to catch up. I can catch up. I can catch up. I can catch up. Yeah. Eight episodes. Well, well, okay, but where will season three be at? I think on Peacock. No, because it took it took a year for the drop on Peacock. I know it won't be on Peacock. Oh, well, then I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because if it's on cable, then I don't know how I'm on it. Because let us watching... know where it's gonna be. Let us know what season yeah. three gonna be at. You know. Yeah. <laughs> if if not, we will find out. I mean, we will. <laughs> it's not hard for us to find out. We can Google. So yeah. And so yeah, that's my thing. So oh. Uh, yeah, Gen 3, I mean, not Gen 3, Gen V was cool. Watch it, but it wasn't It wasn't a must. You know how we just got excited for Chuck? Like, oh, shit, Chuck. This is not that. This is, <laughs> yeah, this is more Teeny Bopper, X-Men, Harry Potter, Hunger Games. You know, if you want Hunger Games with more blood, this is that. If you don't, okay. Like Battle Royale. Yeah, Battle Royale. Thank thank you. That was, that's what I was missing. Uh, uh, dropping <laughs> on Peacock dropping, Okay, yeah. 
Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. It looked like we got look up we got a, a, a show. We can next do week. that. <laughs> yeah. Everybody come back next week. <laughs> no, no, let's finish up what we got now. <laughs> All right. So Eli, you have a thing you want to talk about. I'm gonna let you do what you okay. do. Okay, so here we go. Yeah. Um yeah, since since Leroy uh put me on the spot last week and said, Hey, it's 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 October, it's horror month, and I'm supposed to do some horror shit. Now, so, now, keep in mind, when I said that, I completely forgot about it after I said it. So Yeah, and I'm like, oh, well, what? I don't know what to talk about. I just talk about my ass. Time. I just be saying shit. So. I, so I'm like, I don't know what to talk about. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm like, where, 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 uh, uh, let's do this. Can I do this? Ooh, look at that. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I I was trying to figure. I haven't seen a new horror movie in a while, so I'm not caught up on current horror flicks. I think the last horror flick I saw was like that was new. Was uh, actually I saw that No One Will Save You or something, the Alien movie. Okay. I thought it was okay. People were hyping it up, saying it's it's the dopest shit. It was okay. It had its moments. But um, but see, and they see that's what I'm saying. Are you sure you weren't <laughs> getting defensive because you heard? This this is supposed to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. You're like, okay, and then you just watch with your arms folded the whole time. Maybe, you know, maybe. But I actually I did see the trailer. I'm like, oh, that does look awesome. I want to watch that. So mm-hmm. I was kind of hyped to see it. But yeah. Um it, it was okay. It had elements of the fourth kind or communion, or you know, the alien invasion, and she's kind of stuck. The aliens are attacking this chick in the house, and she's kind of getting chased by aliens through the whole movie. Um, my only beef was like the aliens had all these superpowers and mm-hmm. they couldn't catch her. Like the first alien they sent has like fucking like telekinesis and shit and like can throw shit with its mind and like lift her up with, you know, with like force powers and shit. But she gets yeah. away from that alien and then they start sending like lesser powerful aliens after her. Like, and she fucks them up. Like then they send this big giant alien, like the mind flare from Stranger Things and she fucks that alien up. It's like, and then they finally just send in the UFO and <laughs> and then suck her up into the ship. Like, why didn't you start out with that? Like, you send in the mag, the alien with magneto powers, right? And then you send in the gremlin, like that. That's basically a jumping around like a squirrel. It's like <laughs> it's hmm. shit like that. And I was like, what are they doing? What? Are, what? These aliens are kind of stupid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, they could have did it to begin with. So. <laughs> you know, that was my only beat. Uh, oh, and and the ending. Oh yeah, it had one of them weird endings. Like, yeah, was she so? So the ending was like, was she like? Um, did they did they transform her or did they leave her the way she is because she was kind of already alien on Earth anyways because she was an outcast? Eh? Eh? Interesting. Okay. Deep, deep. It's deep. I think that's what they're going for. <laughs> it means stuff, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It had had. Um, just trying to say, well, it was about, but what was it really about? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's trying to be Jordan Peele these days. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, Leroy was like, "Hey, it's it's October. You got to do some horror shit." I'm like, "I don't know what the fuck to do because I haven't seen anything." But uh, right. But I thought about like right before the show. Why don't I do Halloween? What I'll I'll, I'll talk about some movies that I like to watch during October, during Halloween season. Um, uh, and I, and, that's, and the thing is, I, I watch horror movies all the time. 
but horror movies that I actually like to right. watch. Ha- Halloween is every day oh, at your house. So yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Uh, but there's certain movies that I do save for when it's when in autumn, in October, when it's Halloween season, that just sort of give you that mood, you know, that puts you in that that autumn mood, that autumn spooky season, Halloween season kind of mood. Um, and it's been kind of weird lately, especially up here because it was fucking 90 degrees out there. I got the air conditioner on. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to get into spooky season when it still feels like summer. Like I'm still running around in shorts and shit, you know, mm-hmm. so it doesn't feel like fall yet. And, right. you know, so I, I haven't been in the mood to like get into fall yet because it's so hot outside. Some and, will and, say global warming, but we're not the type of podcast. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, autumn's like my favorite time of year where it gets starts getting cold out. You can put on hoodies. I can hide my big giant fucking Buddha belly and shit and just kind of layer mm-hmm. ourself in all these clothes and sit around and, and, you know, eat munchies and watch horror flips because it's cold outside, you know. Uh, but it hasn't been like that around here lately. So, and you know what? Now that I think about it, these past few years, we've had Halloween movies like Michael Myers. Like there right. were new Michael Myers movies. So, Every, right, yeah. For the past few years. So the past few, like Halloween time kind of felt extra special because we had like our iconic Michael Myers Halloween symbol, like for, like new movies coming out. So, and maybe that's kind of missing. We're missing that this year. And especially those movies kind of sucked anyways too. So, <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, that's another reason. I, I have not been in the, holo- uh, the Halloween mood yet. Um, so I guess I was going to talk about movies that put me in the Halloween mood. Um, so that's what this is for. This is Eli's, would you call it ha- Halloween minute? Horror minute. I Horror can, minute. Okay. Maybe I Halloween minute sound better. That, that, I, I, we'll, we'll, we'll fix that in post. I'll, I'll yeah. put it on full screen because I can't see shit, which means I won't be able to read any <laughs> comments either. So sorry, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't, I'm, a, I'm getting old. <laughs> uh, we got a few extras moving. Yeah, that movie uh, yeah. came out. Did it come out this week or? I think it's coming out soon. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Exorcist, like the original Exorcist is, is a great movie. Um, this Exorcist 3 is pretty cool too. But I'm not a big, I'm not a big like possession movie kind of guy. I'm not into supernatural horror. That right. Movie. I find them kind of boring. Like you, you said it before, slashes are your thing. Yeah, slashers, monster movies, creature features, that type mm-hmm. of shit. You know, there are some movies, some, some of them, you know, there's classics like Poltergeist and The Shining that I, that are just classics and stuff like that. Um, we Are Still Here, I think is awesome. It's a ghost story, haunted house ghost story, which I thought was fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably like 10 years old now, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but like, as far as like newer, like supernatural, like my kid loves the, the Conjuring movies and the Insidiouses and he, that's what he likes. And I had to see all those, The Nun and, and Annabelle and you know sinister all i had to watch all that shit with my kid because he likes that type of shit i i end up the nun too and all that but yeah yeah i i I find them a little boring i end up like kind of checking out and shit um but uh but so yeah i'm not i'm kind of can i'm not that excited i'm not i'm not like running rushing out to see the new exorcist especially it's the guy who made the new halloween movies so (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, so yeah but um but anyways I'm here to talk about hollow or movies that put me in the Halloween mood. And one of those movies is Pumpkinhead. 
That's this right here. Um, okay. Pumpkinhead is a monster movie um, about a guy whose kid gets killed, accidentally gets killed by some uh, rowdy teenagers, and he basically summons up a demon to get revenge. And the demon comes in the form of Pumpkinhead here, and it basically comes and kills all the, the teenagers. And that, and, you know, uh, the only way to get rid of the spell is once all the people are dead, that he's marked for death is when the spell ends. Um, I love this movie. It's been a favorite of mine ever since I saw it as a kid. Um, Stan Winston, it's the only movie Stan Winston directed. Stan Winston was a creature designer. He, okay. he created this creature. He created the aliens, um, Terminator. You know, Predator. He's one of the top Hollywood monster makers, besides Rick, Rick Baker, of course. Um, it was his only, yeah. It was the only movie he directed, and it's a really well-made movie. And now, as I get older, now I find it kind of sad. You know, it is. A, it's a very tragic movie. It's very sad. I mean, the guy's kid dies, um, but it's very well-made. The cinematography is awesome. It's shot in the woods. It has that autumn sort of feel to it you know um falling leaves and all that stuff the color scheme it's just a great looking movie um the appellation sort of influenced horror they're in the like the smoky mountains in the south um he goes and finds a a, a redneck witch who basically um uh who conjures up the demon um he goes to the the, the pumpkin graveyard and stuff it's just full of all this really cool like imagery that puts you in that Halloween spirit. So that's why I love this movie. And I also, I was at a con a few years ago and I actually met uh, Lance Henriksen, who, you know. Plays uh, right in here. everything. Been in everything. Yeah, Aliens, Predator, Terminator. Was the only guy, no, Bill Paxton was the only Bill guy Paxton. to be killed yeah. by L3. Until, until they made ADP and he was killed by, uh, yeah. Um, but I met him and he signed my Pumpkinhead poster. So I have that hanging up downstairs in my in, in my 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 man cave. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is just one of my favorite flicks. Um, and yeah, and then I have I also have another one. I'm gonna do two a week because I figured there was just so many fucking uh, movies to just narrow it down to four. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna yeah, do we're talking two about a the week. whole genre. So yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do two a week. <laughs> um and the and oh jake yeah the the sequels are not that great you know they're just they and they were most of them were shot on on like for vhs you know to be you know to be rented that, that was TV big back in the 80s you yeah the first movie in the theater and, and everything else kind of go direct to vhs yeah once so, yeah. once the 90s hit everything went to home video everyone went to yeah. you know they shot it so you can go rent it at blockbuster it, so, it was cheaper for them so yeah, yeah they didn't so, get distribution yeah so yeah, the 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 budgets are cheaper. The creature effects. Most are of the actors cheaper. from the first don't yes. show back up. So yeah. Yeah. So they're they're, they're kind of schlocky, you know. But the the first one is is classic. Um, so another movie that I really like to watch during Halloween season to get me in the mood is da 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 da, The Faculty. What uh, you you know yes. a movie I heard of? Okay, yeah. shit. Yes. <laughs> love this fucking movie. Okay. <laughs> I do too. I love this movie. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it is um, The Faculty released in the late 90s. It's basically an alien invasion uh, movie. 
Um, Vision of Body by, yeah. Yeah, it's written by Kevin Williamson, who wrote the Scream movies. And like the and I know what movies. you did last summer. I know what you did last summer. Um, and Urban Legend. He did a lot of shit. Yeah, he pretty, yeah he he was kind of like I, the, I know the, I know you hate me say this Eli. He kind of you know re, revised horror yes. or resurrected horror in the nineties. In the nineties, he re, yeah. he revised it and ruined it at the same. time. Yeah. <laughs> our savior, our destroyer. Which one will you be? <laughs> Choose your. <laughs> well, notice like you notice notice how you saw like this is the thing with the nineties horror. The nineties mm-hmm. got really like. It became like pop horror. It was like very pretty, and they, you know, it became very mainstream. Horror went mainstream in the late nineties. And if yeah. you notice, if you saw like the poster of Pumpkinhead, how creepy it looked at the monster. It looked all gnarly. Yeah. And then you get to the nineties. Horror movie poster had pretty teenagers on the covers. Scream- this poster has pretty teenagers on it. So yeah, she- that's what I'm saying. Scream. Yeah. I know what you did last summer. All those movie posters had pretty teenagers on the cover. On you know on their posters, it was like a teeny bopper magazine. So that's how that's what I'm saying. The, it, it, it horror sort of went mainstream, you know. And that's as a you know, as a you know an '80s baby, I I found it a little like um, like it was you know, more of a vehicle to push these down. actors. I found in it Hollywood. watered down a lot. You know, a lot of those movies I found I felt were just kind of watered down Hollywood craft. You know, but I get that. A whole generation of kids grew up on that horror, and that was their stepping stone into horror flicks, and that's all good. Here's here's my thing. Like I said, you know way more about horror than I do, but here's my opinion of what I think happened in the '80s when they had those horror movies. That a lot of those movies had actors that just came out and popped out of nowhere, like you know Kevin Bacon, Johnny Depp. You know they had those actors just popped up, and people like, oh, I know him from this movie. So in the '90s when they brought back horror movies, they're like, okay, let's weaponize this time let's direct it this time instead of like accidentally getting a big time actor to just pop up out of these movies yeah let's make jennifer love hewitt a thing you know yeah let's make I, I, who the fuck was in this movie i can't remember Usher, um, i guess i don't know uh, <laughs> well jordana brewster who i've been crushing on i, I, I think <laughs> th- i think this was the first movie i've seen her in too i yeah. think so but yeah <laughs> yeah the so, only yeah, reason, right. the only reason why I watched any of them Fast and the Furious movies, <laughs> <laughs> but you have Josh Harnett, and uh, he went on to do shit. You know, um, he was an Oppenheimer, but yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, yeah. But this was also directed by, by Robert Rodriguez. You know, so that that's another thing. But um, like I said, back to Kevin Williamson, who, like you said, um, wrote the Scream movie, which deconstructed the slasher genre. He does the same thing with the faculty where he deconstructs the alien invasion drama. Mm-hmm. And it's very meta. He refers to invasion of the body snatchers and there's the references to the thing with the crawling head. It's very meta. If you're a horror fan, you will get all the references in this movie. Um, so it's kind of like an alien invasion version of the screen. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, and the fact, what, what makes it for me, a Halloween flick for me is because it's like in high school, it's like the the homecoming game, which is usually in the fall and shit. They're playing football, so it's back to school. It's odd. It's like taking place in autumn. And uh, and it's just a lot of fun. I mean, um, the creature design is dope. It was, you know, the creature, the, the art, the concept w- was Bernie Wrightson actually designed the creature, did the, the uh, art concept. Um, okay. So he drew Bernie Wrightson, you know, creator, one of the co-creators. Swamp, of Swamp Thing, thing but yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
um, he he did the creature designs and K and B did the special effects. So it's got really cool like uh, monster designs and special effects. The CGI is a little dated, but I, I, I look I you know it's got an appeal that I kind of look past now. But this is also just a really well made movie. Um, it has like social commentary about conformity as far as like you know the classism in high school, mm -hmm. the different cliques in high school. You have the jock and the popular kids, and then the artsy rejects, you know, so it's like right. sort of a comment on how high school is sort of a, a reflection of American society, and then this whole theme of losing your individuality, conformity, with basically being turned into an alien, you know, a mindless alien, you know, zombie sort of, uh, you know, uh, yeah, kind of losing your individuality, that sort of threat. Um, so yeah, it's, and it's a lot of fun. There's also mixtures of elements. The opening scene is like a slasher movie where the, the teacher gets killed with scissors and shit. I, it's, it's just a lot of fun. And it just, again, one of those movies that just puts me in the Halloween spirit that, um, I kind of save for around now to watch. So I'm probably going to watch this pretty soon. I tried to watch it on Peacock, but it was, my internet sucked and it kept freezing up and shit. So I, I, <laughs> <laughs> But I do own this somewhere, so I'll probably give it a good a good watch one of these days, sometime this month. But yeah, so that's about it. I know that that was longer than a minute. <laughs> nah, I was I was shocked that you put this movie on there. I'm like, okay, yeah, and that's the thing. I know I I talk a lot of shit about the Scream movies, but like I said, I've mentioned this before. The first time I saw Scream, the first Scream in the theater, I loved it. I had a lot of fun with it as a horror fan of the 80s coming up on all those movies that Kevin Williamson was mentioning in that in Scream I had a lot of fun you know I geeked out during Scream it's just there was a lot of Scream knockoffs after that you know right Scream became this big huge thing and then horror became mainstreamed and kind of watered down and that's where I'm like eh and then they kept pumping out Scream movies every year and it just kind of got played out for me you know so um so yeah i wasn't in the and now my kid got into him when he was uh i he was around 11 or 12 and he was ghost face for halloween one year and he wanted to watch all the scream movies so i rewatched them with them and i see them as sort of satires kind of funny comedy satire so that's what I've they kind of, always were that's, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so i've kind of relaxed on them a little bit yeah. i do i appreciate the influence that they've had and how they do to kind of just deconstruct slashers. So. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So yeah, that's all I got on tonight. I'll have a couple more movies next week. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. That segment went better than I thought it was going to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So... I'm just going to pull, pull some fucked up movie out of my ass that you never. <laughs> you're right. Now, now I, don't, I don't know what you're going to pick next week. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh what are we going to pick next now we're going to do where is the thing you know what i didn't pick it it doesn't matter we're gonna go here we're gonna go here to do the marvels now oh, that we're gonna talk about tomorrow we're gonna talk about tomorrow. i know we we doing a a, a a complete 180 with this let's talk about the most fucked up horror movies we can possibly think about to the Marvels, a Disney movie. Now, why are we talking about this? The reason we're talking hey, about I have, this. I, I've, been, I've been seeing Captain Marvel costumes at Target. So. <laughs> and the okay. Halloween thing. 
<laughs> I guess, I guess, about to come out with oh, a Serbian. Fuck, fuck a Serbian. Everyone, oh, what about a Serbian? Yeah, that, fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've I'm, seen it, but it's just meant to shot. Every every hardcore motherfucker pulls that out of their yeah. ass. I mean, it's a difference between horror <laughs> and torture porn. There's a difference between yeah. that, you know. I mean, yeah. But anyway, we'll go there. Anyway, let's talk about the Marvels. This is what I'm talking about the Marvels. The reason I'm talking about the Marvels is because they finally released the Chinese poster. They released the China poster. And I gotta give Disney credit, Eli. We we see podcasts like us, we never give Disney credit for anything. But let's oh. give them credit. You know where I'm going with it. You know I'm going with it. I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> you know where I'm going with it. Okay. Here I go. <laughs> because they finally left the black characters on the main poster. That's the thing. So I gotta give them credit for that. They didn't have masks on, anything like that. You can actually see them, their face, you know. So kudos to you good job marvel you you were we're making progress baby steps you know uh but also who the hell is that guy on the right i know you can't yeah. see it i know you can't you got to zoom in on that one but it's some dude it looks Never like a loki. another he's not loki. loki he's he's <laughs> chinese i i I assume he's Chinese because the Chinese poster, so he's got to be Chinese. So what they do have a dude that just like cameos like three seconds to put him on the movie poster, like okay, so two steps forward, two steps back, and we don't know who the hell this guy is. He probably ain't even in the American version. Probably like cut him in the China extended Zack Snyder cut or some shit. You know, I don't know what the like, fuck going on. Like one of them Iron Man movies where they shot like the, the yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like the, like the last eight minutes. What even in America? It was just him. <laughs> how China saved Iron Man, and that's how the movie made a billion dollars. Like, and then Disney pat himself on the back. We don't know about it because we never seen it. You know, so it's the same thing with this guy, whoever the fuck he is. So he's gonna save Captain Marvel. Like he's gonna be the hero in the China version. That's that's what I know. So let's ask Jake. Hey Jake, you Jake, you excited for Marvels? <laughs> okay, let me talk about the Marvel. Here's what's gonna happen with the Marvel. I'm already going to predict how the Marvels is going to go. I'm I'm reviewing the movie right now, a month in advance. Okay, so <laughs> it's gonna kill our algorithm then, but I don't care. This is gonna happen. So the movie's gonna come out. Nobody's gonna see it. The rumor and the word is going to get out that the movie sucks. So people are just going to assume the movie sucks without even watching it. I'm going to be in the theater by myself, watching it by myself, and I'm going to come on this podcast, and I'm going to overrate the hell out of this movie, just out of defense mechanism. And then three months later, think back to myself, what the fuck? I'll see it and say it was all right. No, 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 no. You won't see it. You won't see it. You, <laughs> no, you'll, see see it. it. You, oh, you'll see oh. when it come on Disney Plus. You'll see when it come yeah, on I'll Disney. I'll see Plus. when it come on Disney. But look at how Jake is saying how Brie Larson is hot. Yeah. I'm seeing it for Monica. <laughs> okay. They're both hot, man. I'm going for both of them, man. Yeah, shit. Just <laughs> they're both just just act handy. Pick one, whatever you want. So yeah. Oh, uh, oh shit. Happy birthday to Brie Larson. It's her birthday today. Is she? Oh shit. Yeah. Well, good for so, her. Yeah. Like I said, we gotta say something good about it. I'm pretty sure she's gonna kill it in this role, but I'm telling you, best best review right now. So well, we've seen her before. She's, we've seen her. Yeah. Like, yeah. So so right so next month, I'm already gonna give the movie a six point five out of five. But ask me my review a month from then, and then ask my review of the movie is after I have time to sink in, and I'm not defending myself against fanboys. And then I probably like, yeah, the movie did suck. That's probably what I think. So yeah. And then Eli will like the movie better than I did. That's what's gonna happen. So that's our review right now. So don't even bother I can, watching. Yeah, I, I can see like you know the 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 alpha dogs like preparing their shit already. Like 
know, oh, this man. is the most wokest feminist blah 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 piece of crap I've ever seen. Uh, and they make everybody else look bad because they say all that dumb shit. So yeah, if you say the movie sucks, yeah, then you look like them. Automatically, is, you're just in the same boat as them. Oh, you fucking incel. Your, your woman hated like all I said with the movie suck, man. Like, like I can give reasons why the movie suck. <laughs> no, fucking incel. Like, fuck it. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Greatest movie ever. Fuck it. I don't care. Shit. Think what you want to think. Uh yeah. Um, uh, what else I got? Okay. Move to the next part of the podcast. Let's see. Did I do the thing? I don't think I did the thing. Did you do the thing? I didn't do the thing. I can't see worth it. Oh, I did do the thing. You didn't, didn't do it. I did do the thing. Okay. So, Mortal Kombat. We're, gonna, we're in the video game section now. We're going to talk about Mortal Kombat. Let's get uh, Brie Larson right. the fuck up out of here. Right. Oh, there we go. go. Okay. We're going to talk about Mortal Kombat for a second. The, the thing is, uh, I was going to like maybe get Mortal Kombat down the road. And I was thinking, like, I want to have the gameplay is because I like the story is bonkers as hell. Maybe I'll actually like the gameplay. And then I saw this. And then I was like, nah, fuck this game. That's it. Just wait for it. Wait for it. So, yeah. So, oh, some dude, yeah, some dude online just did this and recorded it. And I'm like this, Eli. At one point, is it okay to just put the controller down and just beat the shit out of the person next to you playing the game when you're doing shit like this? Because <laughs> you're not going to do that to me. I'm just going to sit there and take it. I'm not. <laughs> like, you can beat me in the game. You ain't finna boot my ass in real life. Like, he's doing this shit. It's a waste of time. Like, you can go take a nap, go take a piss. Eat a sandwich, some shit like that. We doing that? Like, no, fuck that, man. <laughs> so I was gonna give this game a chance until I saw this shit. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and just watch somebody just do this shit to me, like, and then do some finishing afterward. Like, no, nah, I'm not even gonna finish it. You, you get the point. But yeah, oh, uh, yeah. so yeah, Mortal Kombat. No, I take it that's an online player who's already been playing. <laughs> yeah. fucking, the yeah. game will have been out a week. Yeah, <laughs> are you are y'all He's covering been- the new Cyberpunk? What I covered the new Cyberpunk. I wasn't planning to, Jake, but you're planning that I, I did in my head. So to be to be continued, to be to be determined on that. So yeah, we'll come back to that. So can we move on to the next part of the podcast? Uh sure. Cool. All right. Like I said, it's comic book bullies. We're talking about comic books. We're already here. We're gonna jump into it. Eli, I'm gonna let you go first. Of course. <laughs> let me share the link <laughs> i'm just now sharing the link. <laughs> um what should i do blade i guess i'll do blade blade number three yeah who is that fire as fuck would definitely suggest i don't what, what would you suggest i don't we, we talk about a bunch of shit on here the faculty i'm gonna assume the faculty or or the marvels he's talking about the marvels huh <laughs> the guy that just said he said fire as fuck. I don't know what he was talking about, but I'm assuming he was talking about the Marvels. So yeah. Oh, so. Jamie, Jamie, wait, right, thanks for listening. Or Jamil. Yeah. Is that his name is? I can't see. See, I yeah, I'm going blind, man. We're old. I have you how many times do we have to tell you people this? <laughs> uh Jamil. His name is Jamil. <laughs> oh, Cyberpunk. Oh, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Oh, okay. okay. So Cyberpunk's the shit. Okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Okay. So we got two people talking about cyberpunk. I'm going to look into it. We'll look into I, it. Okay. I, I didn't know there was a new cyberpunk. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me explain the cyberpunk. I know you're about to do Blade. I ain't mean to step on your toes on that one. But the uh, it's not a new cyberpunk out. What it is, there's an expansion pack out with Idris Elba in it. 
and it's just like oh, a no new, another story mode or some shit like that. So yeah, but plus I want to play it because Keanu Reeves in it anyway, like the, the first one. So yeah, so and plus I heard they worked out all the bugs and everybody's saying it's fun right now. Jamil just said it's fire as fuck. So shit, what am I missing out on? I need to jump on some 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 cyberpunk. So cool. Yeah, I will let y'all know. I will let y'all know. Cool. So yeah. All right. So I will do blade number three. This is um uh this has been dope this issue is still dope um what's that uh demon that five thousand year old demon that um that's been going around asana adana or something like that yeah something like that anyways there's still this this demon is still roaming around a bunch of the uh sorcerer supremes show up to try to fuck her up and she ends up like fucking like basically burning them like snaps her fingers and then like burn up and shit that was just the intro and then we go back to what's been going on. So Blade accidentally killed the one person that could kill this demon. And mm-hmm. the demon took the, the, the sword, the only weapon that could destroy her. Um, so then Blade went to go track down one of his exes um, who specializes in like uh, supernatural objects and shit and uh, asked her, hey, do you got a weapon that, do you got anything that could kill a demon? Um, she's like, ah, uh, maybe. But then she's also on the run from like the magic, this like magic Yakuza game who uh, ends up kidnapping her blade and this, I, this chick who's part of this demon slaying cult um, whose brother blade had killed. (laughs) (laughs) She's with them. He's, she's company. She's accompanying him. So they're kind of like teaming up on this journey. So anyways, blade goes and rescues his, uh, his ex from the the yakuza the, the 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 magic yakuza guy he like transforms into like this monster and blade fucks him up that's what he did right here he fucked up the demon or the monster and shit and um saves the ex his ex-girlfriend and she basically says okay yeah there is a sword we have to get a hold of that you know that can kill a demon basically it's was made you know give a history of the heavens and the hell and all that shit so there, there is a sword, a weapon that can destroy it. They got to go get it. Um, but then at the end of the book, they get attacked by the other girl's clan. You know, they're after her or after Blade for killing their brother by mistake. And he killed him by mistake. Oh, that's like, right. Yeah. Because the the sister broke him out. Like it was, she didn't yeah. get permission. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm up to speed. Okay. So, so yeah, Blade had, yeah, there was a big mix up and Blade, you know, killed this one guy that could kill a demon. And it turns out that guy was part of this like demon slaying ninja clan. And um, his sister is, you know, is with Blade right now, but now the rest of the clan are after Blade. Um, and they're attacking, they're shooting arrows and shit. But then all the arrows like stop, and then it shows Doctor Strange like, "Hey, Blade, I hear you fucked up everything, and now you need my help." <laughs> and that's what it says to be continued. So Doctor Strange shows up at the end. So cool. This is still pretty dope. It's you know art is cool. It's brutal as hell. You can see you know Marvel's going hard with the blood and shit and the violence. And hey, you know that's yeah. You, it's good to have R-rated blades here. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, four out of five. I'm I'm because the movie definitely not gonna do yet. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't gonna see that shit on Disney Plus, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I'm still on this book. I'm still on board. They haven't lost me yet. This shit's still dope. 
Okay, cool. Hold on, let me see what we got. Uh, and I got a shout on the pod. Gonna be here. Hell yeah, Jamil. We, like, you know, say anybody that shouts us out while we're doing it, we're gonna give you a shout out. We we're gonna show you some love. If we don't, the AI will. So yeah, one of us gonna listen, do it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. So next thing I'm going to well, first thing I'm going to do. Let me go ahead and get this shit out the way. Let's let's go ahead and get it out the way. <sighs> no, my fault. Not, not my fault. I'm not not called in barbarian. <laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> where is it? I'm trying to get that ultimate invasion shit, but I can't see. Oh where shit! Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I. This was like yeah. ten bucks or so. Wasn't it like 10 yeah, bucks you had. Yeah, it was expensive as hell. Not that one. Yeah, yeah, I, I skipped out. <laughs> I don't think I did. Yeah, that's cool. Up oh, there, it is. I ultimate figured. Base. I thought you would read it, and I figured Leroy would just tell me. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, Double size, fifty-page book. It is the last part of this story. It is it. This is you know this. They wouldn't bullshit. They they came on with it. Okay, so yeah. Ultimate invasion. That's what's going on right now. Uh, it was a four-part story. So this is the last story in Jonathan Hickman's thing. Like after that, this is it, and it's going to roll into I guess his other stories. Uh, what is it? Ultimate Universe or some shit? I don't know. That's, that's yeah, he's on. doing another book. Huh? But is he doing it or is somebody else doing it? I don't know. Something's happening. Anyway, I thought he, this was, this I thought he was doing something. I thought he was writing. He, he's something. doing something. He's doing gods or some shit. Some some. Oh else. yeah. So he may or may not be doing it. I don't know. He might just throw this to somebody else. To like just huh, the I title. Got... I've like got exhausted. Just like <laughs> <laughs> <You're right. laughs> coming out next week. So yeah. Oh, Hickman's gonna Hickman. Anyway, let's go to it. Ultimate Invasion. <laughs> The 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 finale of this story. Okay, so uh basically Reed Richards in a Doctor Doom mask is with Howard Stark building this device called the Amortis Engines. What what is the Amortis Engine? It's a time machine. That's it. It's a time machine. That's all it is. So yeah, because the maker wants it to go back in time and and do shit. Because his other one got because uh, maker made one, but his got destroyed. So he wants another one. So yeah, so they made him a Amortis Engine. And while they're doing that, you know, Reed and I mean Reed and Howard, they're getting to be best friends. And he's telling them everything. He's like, I know everything the maker wants. I know why maker's here, what maker did. I'm gonna tell you everything the maker did. So Howard and he's just giving Howard all this information while they're, you know, building the mortis engine, you know. Uh meanwhile, we cut to present day, because that was made in the past. We cut to present day now. And now Reed has a full Dr. Doom suit. He don't have a mask no more. He's just, he's just Dr. Doom. Reed's Dr. Doom in this universe now. And how we build him another suit, and we're like, we're going to go talk to the maker, we're going to give him the Immortus Engine, because he trapped him in the room to make the Immortus Engine. It's like, okay, so there, there we go. Uh, and they give him the Immortus Engine, and he tell and he tells Dr. Doom, good luck, well, Reed, Dr. Reed, whatever. And he gives him the Immortus Engine, but while he's doing that, Reed, Dr. Doom, whatever you want to call him, has a note from him, and it's called Tony. He puts it, puts it on him, and then transform himself to a hologram into another one of the guards to sneak past them. Now, what is he doing? We'll find that in a second. But anyway, Maker got his mortis engine. He's fine. And Doom is putting on a something. We're going to find out what it is in a second. And when he activates it, what he does, he take he dis, uh, dismantles the shield from the city, which is the base that the Maker is in right now. So when he dismantles the shield, that means they are defenseless right now for attacks. And the moment he does it, boom, Kang pops up. Iron King or whatever from the 3,000 years in the future with the Avengers that he made in the future. 
and they're coming to kill the maker. So they're doing that. And that's when, you know, you know, the maker is telling uh, Howard, Howard is like, somebody has to stop you, maker. You're like, what do you mean stop me? You think I'm some dumbass supervillain? Kang is coming to unmake everything I made. And that includes you, Howard. He's coming to take take out everything. So while they're doing that, they're fighting and Maker has his army fight, you know, Kang's army and they go at it. And yeah. And so, and, and Howard jump joins in with the fight. Also, he takes out as many Avengers as he can blast them all. Meanwhile, Maker is cutting through Avengers to get to Kang. Kang is cutting through those Maker's people to get to the Maker. And then you got this big showdown and here comes the panel. Boom. The big, blowout panel with maker and kane with the avengers and the other people fighting behind him and shit like that and while they're doing that howard is getting the shit kicked out of him by thor and Wasp and giant man all the shit like that and he gets shit kicked them and what he he knocks over the immortus engine and he realizes just laying there right there so while he oh and doom has set a bomb in the base it's about to blow up in in 60 seconds we got six seconds to do whatever the fuck they're gonna do and now Maker remembers who Kang is. So the reason he knows who Kang is because he used the Immortal Engine when he had it to go to the far future as far as he could go. And when he got there, he saw Kang there waiting for him. And as soon as he got there, Kang blasted him in the head. And that's why he can't remember how to make the Immortal Engine. So the Maker isn't as smart as he used to be because half his head is missing now because of Kang. So now they're back in the future. And oh, that's right. So that's why I didn't, yeah, I've yeah he was missing yeah. half his head he's yeah missing a piece of his head before yeah. right so so since he's missing half, a piece of his head he can't remake shit that he made before because he ain't as smart as he was before so now we got howard with the immortus engine in his chest and he just uses it to just kind of like blow up every to stop the fight immediately just blow up everybody around him you know knock everybody out maybe kill him who knows it doesn't matter um and meanwhile doom is at the uh Ladverdia, and he makes another Immortus engine because now he knows the formula. He can make as many Immortus engines as he wants. And he just walks out of the base and that's it. So Howard is looking around. Everybody's fucked up. He gets out of the suit because the suit's done. It's damaged. He walks past the maker, walks over Kane, takes off Kane's helmet, starts crying. So, and then that's it. So Doom, so the city or whatever like that, it's just in some kind of, the shield goes back up and it's just stuck just, Whatever it's doing. We don't know what it's doing. We don't know who's in there. We don't know how long it's been there. They go and he just walks past them. So meanwhile, the 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 ultimate universe's version of the Illuminati is just saying, we don't know what's going on with the maker. We don't know if he's dead. We don't know if he's alive. We don't know if they like were warped in the future 3,000 years. We don't know. Anyway, the world is ours. We can do whatever we want to with it. But we have to nominate somebody in the American seat because Stain is dead. Stark is dead. Who are we going to put in there? And they're just like, well, don't put anybody in there. Let's just carve up America. They're like, excellent. So the Illuminati is going to just chop up America. So, yeah. Uh, moving on past that. Skip all that bullshit. Skip, 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 skip. Okay. Present day, we, uh, Dr. Doom, read Dr. Doom or whatever like that, has found Tony and gave Tony the letter. And he basically, it's a letter, basically how was saying how proud he is of him and you got to carry on a legacy and all this shit like that. And you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to do this and do that. Because Reed knows everything that the maker was doing behind the scenes he knows how he did all the stuff to like get rid of the fantastic four get rid of captain america get rid of spider-man and he's basically tasking tony to put the shit back the way it was before 
And he's like, okay, I'll do it. And he's like, and he, and he has an emotion engine in his chest also, so he can hop back and forth between time also. So he's going to fix the shit that the maker messed up. And he's like, so are you going to call yourself Iron Man like your father? He's like, no, I'm not going to call myself Iron Man. I'm going to call myself Iron Lad. Now, dun, dun, this is a big dun, dun, dun for people that know their Marvel lore. Because Iron Lad is Kang. Or at least a version of Kang. So even though we don't see who, who Howard saw when he took off Kang's mask, we can assume he saw Tony. Because now Tony has the power to go back and forth through time also. And he went back in time and he went in the past and he finds Captain America's body and trapped in ice. The end. Oh, wasn't he, he some, looking for him or some shit? Well, Howard was looking for him. And yeah. I'm sorry, not, not Howard. Maker. Yeah. For, Maker wanted to make sure nobody could find him. Yeah. Because if you don't free Captain America, no Avengers. So Tony used the Immortal Engine to go back in time to go get to Captain find America. Cap. Yeah. To find Cap. So he's going to undo everything the Maker made. The end. That's it. So yeah. Uh yeah, the ultimate universe back in November. So that's it. So this was neatly wrapped into a bow. So, but kind of open in it because Illuminati can do some fucked up shit also. The maker will be back. He ain't dead, but we don't know where he's at. So, yeah. So that's the book. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's a, it's a thing. <laughs> I don't I don't know what the thing. I, I guess I got I guess I got a slap a scroll. I'm gonna give it a three. This is not Hickman's best work. I feel like this because remember Donnie Case was supposed to do this. So I felt like this was dropped in Hickman's lap. He was like, fine, I'll just write some shit while I write gods in the meantime. You know, just do this. This is this is an appetizer. Wet your, wet your whistle until I go do something else. So, so that's my whole feeling about this. Bringing back, they're bringing like another ultimate, like, well, like the ultimates back, basically. They're that's bringing the ultimates back, is. yeah. Because I, I, think, I think what's happening is that Maker fucked up the world. Tony's going to fix the world and is going to be closer to the ultimate universe of what we remember back in 2000. Not the exact same, but closer to what it was. So yeah, that's what I think. I, what do I know? I'm just saying. So yeah. So uh, yeah. So so what you got? Um, I will. Well, I'll do Conan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> give, give us a palate cleanser, Eli. <laughs> <laughs> Conan the Barbarian number three. Mm-hmm. Um. Now on Titan. Titan Comics. Okay. Um, since Marvel lost the lost the publishing, and now Titan Titan has it. Um, Zeb Wells. Um, this has been cool. So this takes place early when a younger Conan. Um, so Sumerians are still alive. Um, him and a a, a a a woman from like a picted from like a picted a pick tribe uh, have teamed up to fight these like zombies that are basically. You know, coming and destroying, you know, hoarding through the land and, um, you know, slaughtering everybody. So, and they seem to be controlled by some weird, um, like rock form, like a spire that sprouted out of the ground out in Samaria. They, they end up going back to home, uh, Conan's homeland in Samaria and find this spire, this big rock formation spire sprouting out of the ground. And that seems to be controlling these zombies. So in this issue, uh, Conan and that um, that 
warrior chick go in and go into the spire. They they go into it. They find these like these uh, uh, monks in robes and shit. Um, they find Sumerian prisoners, um, all like in cages. And uh, Conan frees them. Like, hey, I thought you my tribe was wiped out, but you guys are still alive. Let's let's go get our vengeance for our, for the Sumeria for you know Krom and all that shit. <laughs> so he frees all these uh, all the Sumerians out of their cages, and they split up. Um, the the warrior chick takes some out and leave, like the wounded out to escape the spire the big you know to escape uh conan and a bunch of you know warriors go to um you know find out to you know stop these zombies whatever's controlling these zombies they go deeper into the caverns and they find this big huge like ritual going on and it's led by thalsa doom now thalsa doom, thalsa was doom the, is great. okay yep and thalsa doom was played by James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones in the Conan, the original Conan movie. So, um, and they're basically they're 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 um, they're taking the Sumerian prisoners and throwing them into this like glowing water that seems to be like trapping their souls, and maybe that's what's turning them into zombies or whatever. So they all—it's a big, huge fight. They start carving up all the you know all the worshippers, the, the you know the ritual going on. Um, Conan gets into a fight with Ulsa Doom, and they end up falling off of like the the you know, off the ledge and they fall into Conan falls into that glowing water. Um, so he's in that water, whatever's going on, whatever effect, we don't know. It's where it's basically says to be continued. Um, oh, and then the girl go basically gets the prisoners out and she goes, Hey, what's going on? Conan's dead out. I'm going to go save him. So she goes back in to go save him. And then Conan falls into that glowing water. And that's where it says to be continued. So this is still a lot of fun. Um, the art's awesome. Uh, I, even though I do like the pulpy writing, there's a lot of it. And I feel mm -hmm. some of the, the text is covering up. Because the art is so cool, but like every panel has some text. Do, do you like, think it's trying to like mimic the novels? The, or that or like the old comics, the old Marvel okay. comics. With Sal Bushima and all that. Yeah. Um, was it Jerry Conway? Was it Jerry Conway? Yeah. Uh, but it's, yeah, I just feel like it gets a little too wordy. Even though I like reading, you know, let's make murder, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> every pulpy kind of writing, I, you know, it, it's just sometimes I wish, like, let the art breathe a little bit, you know what I mean? So, yeah. But other than that, I, I, this is a four out of five. This is still pretty cool. Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay. All right, so next book I'm going to do, and I don't know if you read this or not, Eli, but let's go to it anyway. Uh, okay, so this is a long title. Batman, Catwoman, The Got Got Gotham War, Red Hood, number one. I did read this. You did read this. Okay, yeah. Why that title so long, I don't know. This book isn't what I thought it was going to be. It was... No. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking one thing, but it was something else. But we're going we're gonna to review it. We're going to break it down. We're going to go from there. So like I said, this is a, you think it's a, it's a Red Hood Catwoman team up. That's what you think it is. We're going to read it. We're going to review it and see what happens. So yeah. I was thinking, oh, shit, Vandal Savage and blah, 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 blah. But he, he <laughs> wasn't. Vandal Savage and Vandal <laughs> Savage and Randall yeah. Macho Man Randall Savage and all this shit. So yeah. <laughs> 
All right. So, yeah. So the book starts off because of two weeks ago before the Gotham War. Uh, Red Hood throws the guy out the second window. Find where's the Joker? And there's a cool ass panel right here. So Red Hood jumps out of the second story window, but he lands on the guy's arms. <laughs> so, yeah, breaks his arms and shit. He's like, where, where is he? You know, all this Batman shit he's screaming up. Throw it says he doesn't know what the Joker is. Like, I ain't seen the Joker in years. He like he throws him in traffic. And that's when he gets wrapped up by Catwoman. The Catwoman pulls him out of traffic. And he was like, a dude wasn't going to hit. They were going to swerve out of traffic before he could hit. Well, he didn't know that. But anyway, Catwoman is here to tell him that there's a meeting going on tonight. This is what... So basically, this is almost kind of a retcon because they wanted to seem like that Red Hood, you know, uh, joined her after the thing, but really he joined her before the thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I I was wondering about that because yeah, yeah, but but it does seem like it doesn't like that. It doesn't seem like Red Hood was sold on what she was saying. He, all he all she was doing just inviting him to the meeting, the meeting with the Bat Family. So he's like, okay, I'll I'll go to the meeting. I'll, I'll be at the meeting. But I guess when he got to the meeting, that's when he was convinced. So kind of kind of red con, but not a red con. I, I I I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide anyway. Oh. Uh, and anyway, so Catwoman, Catwoman basically just like the reach you get it. Like if my plan goes goes according to plan, there won't be any henchmen on the on the roll, and then you don't have to worry about Joker having henchmen when you go find him. When you find him, you can put him down, you know, and that's it. So, and she like really like almost seducing him, and she really should be doing this to Red Hood because we all know Red Hood has an Oedipus complex, you know. He hates Batman, so the best way to get a Batman is you know we're not gonna go there. But anyway. Uh, so yeah, so she recruits him. So it's now he's there. He's with Catwoman doing the training of her, her thieves guild, stuff like that. And he sees three of these guys. And he's just like, look, all you guys suck. You, you, you're terrible. I'm not here to train you to be thieves. I'm just here to find out which one of you are who that way, when you go running back to your bosses, I know who you are. So it's easy to find you and kill you. And she's like, he's joking. He's like, no, I'm not. Does you have any questions? And then one of them just runs out. He's like, no, nah, I don't want shit to do with this. So he just leaves. And Red Hood's just let him leave. He's like, okay, fine. Okay, one down. What about you two guys? And that's when we get introduced to Simpson and Bash. So this is not a Red Hood and Catwoman book. This is a Simpson and Bash book. It is their story. <laughs> Everybody is just along for the ride. So Red Hood trains Simpson and Bash. He just trains them two. Just it. Just them. He trains them for weeks, beats the shit out of them, all the stuff like that. You know, train them. When you were reading this, were you listening to Solid as a Rock? You know what? Maybe I would, like Ashford the Simpson. (laughs) I was just Ashford the Simpson was in the back of my mind, but I would like listen to a song. I was actually listening like uh, the Whispers, but still, (laughs) it was stuck in the back of my head. So he's training them, getting them right, but he's training. He's like training like really, really, really hard, and then he decides to take them out to drink. They go to Flunkies. Now, if you remember Flunkies, Flunkies was that bar that was in the first issue of this thing where that's where they go to recruit the bad guys, like Joker and Riddle and all the guys. All the, all the henchmen. It's the all henchmen the henchmen. The henchmen go hang out here. But since there's no more henchmen, it's a biker bar now. So they're just there just drinking this shit. And then Joker, and then they're just telling him, they're like, yeah, we joined up with Catwoman, man, because I want to just get away from Scarecrow. I mean, he, she said she's going to protect me from Scarecrow. They're like, it's cool. But uh, y'all used to work for Joker too, right? Like, yeah, we used to be Joker. So where is he? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not playing. Where is he? Like, tell me right now before I fuck both of you up. They're like, man, I thought we just here for drinks and shit like that. No, we're not. This is a training. (laughs) 
So here's your here's your mission right now. I want to see if you can find a way to get out of a nonviolent situation, even if you're forced with violence. So give me everything you have on you. Give me all your weapons. Give me all your brass knuckles and shit. And let's start the training. So he talks to the biker bar. Hey, he said y'all suck and y'all can't fight. And he, <laughs> and he smashed your mama. Okay, y'all y'all got this right. Bye. And he leaves out there. They want to get the shit kicked out of him. So Catwoman knows what he's doing. Like, why? What are you doing, Jason? What are you doing? I I, I know what you're doing, Jason. You're just using us and me to find the Joker. They're like, no, I'm training them. So and then they get the shit kicked out of him. And Catwoman's like, okay, take them on a mission immediately. And okay, if they don't die, then fine, I'll take them. So he takes them on a the meeting. But so Bash gets a good night's rest while he's sleeping. Scarecrow shows up, his old boss, and he like does some some shit to him, you know. Uh, because remember, if you read the other books that we were doing before, before Scarecrow has been making this, you know, creating this cabal to go against Catwoman. So he's kind of like, you know, doing some shit. So that training. Ashford and Simpson. Damn, Eli, you fucked me up now. <laughs> Bashford. <laughs> yeah, man, Bashford and Simpson. <laughs> so they own the mission. They're there they're by themselves. And Bash is just nervous the whole time because, you know, the night before he had, he uh, was Scarecrow. So he ran out of the room before and he activated the alarm when he wasn't supposed to because he ran out too fast. And that's when he caught the, uh, the cops' attention because that's why they can't sneak out. So while they're doing that, they're about to give up and he's reaching. But before he can reach for a red hood behind him, he's like, look, cop, uh, I'm trying to help you out because the boy back there was reaching. He was about to take you out. He was like, he might be working for Joker. I mean, uh, working for Scarecrow. So he's thinking about it. And Red Hood is trying to bargain. Him, look, I cut the cameras off. Nobody knows what's going on. I'm going to take care of these guys. You leave. Nobody will know you're here. Like, well, what if I get fired? What well, is better than you getting shot? So just go. And then, bam, he hits him in the back of the head. He was like, he's working for the Scarecrow. Scarecrow sent him. I'm about to put two in them. He was like, no, don't do that. And then he was going, you must work for Scarecrow too. And Red Hood's just like, okay, look, you point a gun at me, you must be ready to leave this world. So right before he fires the shot, uh, Red Hood tackles him and then just goes to work on him. He was like, I said, no guns, no killing, and nobody gets hurt while he just beating the shit out of this guy. <laughs> and then he tells him, pick this dude up and get the hell out of here and put everything back the way it was while the dude just all just fucked up. You know, he bash, bash, basically. He was like, look, you failed the mission. You tripped the alarm. The cops are gone. You failed, so put everything back. Don't take anything. And tell Catwoman you failed. She'll deal with you tomorrow. So tomorrow, well, the next night, uh, Red Hood is trying to talk to Catwoman, but she can't. But all her bodyguards are like, won't let her get to him. So then she just comes out here like, okay, I want to talk to Jason. What the hell is Jason going on? So she knows what happened. She realizes she was putting a piece together that Red Hood wasn't training these guys. He was just beating the shit out of him for two weeks just because he just felt like it because Red Hood never believed in this mission, which is something he said from the very beginning. She thought he was joking. He's like, I, I don't give a fuck about your mission. I'm only here to find out shit about the Joker and to find out who did, uh, what did, where are these guys going? And she's just like, no, nah, you just got an agenda. He's like, I got an agenda. No, you got an agenda. You you presenting these guys because you know these guys are going to go back to the Joker, to Scarecrow, so like that. You think I'm going to just let this shit slide? So... And then they realized that Bash didn't come back, you know, with with uh, Ashford Simpson, Samson, somebody, whatever your name is. <laughs> uh, so he's like, fuck it. I'll go find Bash. I'll find out where Bash is. So he goes to Bash's house, uh, his apartment. And when he gets there, he sees spoiler spoilers there. he like, spoiler, why are you here? Because, yeah, Jason, I was waiting for you to get here. And she turns on the light and it is 
stash with the his painting painting in blood get your own toys red hood and spoiler is telling him i can still smell the fear toxin in the, in, the, in the air scarecrow got to this guy that's scarecrow's handwriting so he's thinking you were cat in lee with catwoman that's why he's doing all this shit and like uh-oh so basically they inadvertently started a gang war but it was already going to be a gang war to begin with so yeah so that's that's that uh like i said i thought it was going to be more about catwoman and and red hood i honestly I really thought like red hood and catwoman were like gonna hook up some shit like do some weird Oedipus <laughs> shit but they didn't do that but that's what it was so now it looks like red hood has been kicked out of the catwoman's gang and i guess it's gonna go back to the bat family i guess i don't know it's almost time for this story to wrap up anyway so i don't know i'll give this uh i give it 3.5 out of 5 i, I kind of like bashford and sons you know storyline but yeah so uh but what, what you got next um what do i have oh star wars hyperspace now i couldn't find this what 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 is this i couldn't find this it's on um what is they on it's on dark horse now dark horse okay i didn't check that i'm looking for marvel i couldn't find it on marvel so yeah no so so remember idw had that had those anthology the, the the all ages sort of line of Star Wars books like a couple years ago. Yeah. Well, that now they lost. They don't have the rights anymore. Now it's gone back to Dark Horse. You know, okay. for a long time, Dark Horse had Star Wars comics. And right. Then before, Marvel, before Marvel, before Disney, before, Disney, before yeah, the Dark Times. All up. Yeah. But then IDW was putting out like you know, um, I think Star Wars Tales or whatever kind of anthology tales for like all ages for like kids, you know. And now Dark Horse got the rights back so now dark horse is doing a bunch of these like all ages comics star wars comics and this is one of them star wars hyperspace tales um it's basically a, every book is a one-shot standalone story um you know different characters misadventures in the in the in the star wars galaxy this one um i chose to read because it's got quinlan voss <laughs> Okay, all right. <laughs> I knew that was I, there had to be an angle. Yeah. yeah, I I I've been reading a bunch of Quinlan Voss stories or comics from Star Wars um, because I'm writing an article on him. He is the native coded Jedi. <laughs> Y'all check uh, out Eli's current article. He did uh, Echo and Daredevil. Oh yeah, I, I reviewed Echo and Daredevil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So this one is it's it's basically Quinlan Voss goes up against Cad Bane. Cad Bane is that blue-faced uh, bounty hunter. Um, he w- originated on the Clone Wars, and he showed up on Book of Boba Fett, where Boba Fett supposedly kills him. Um, and he's like another—he's like a gunslinger. He's basically an alien version of Clint Eastwood. You know, he's a gunslinger. Um, and he's a bounty hunter, one of the most feared bounty hunters next to Boba Fett. Um, so, in this book. Uh, Quinlan Voss finds a guy that has stolen from Count Dooku, um, stolen some sort of like treasure, you know, or, or some, 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 something valuable from De- Count Dooku. And um, he's tracking him down. It turns out um, Count Dooku has hired bounty hunters to find this guy who's stolen from him. And we just have this fight where, you know, he has to protect this guy. And then find the find his riches, rich, the, the 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 Count Dooku's belongings, and um, he ha, he has to protect him from the bounty hunters. So he he 
we have Cad Bane and Flynn Voss basically fighting for most of this issue. And then at the end of the book, um, the guy finally takes Quinlan Voss to where he's got the shit hidden. And then Quinlan Voss just like burns it and destroys it. So, <laughs> and then he goes back to Corson. So that's about it. It's just, like I said, it's just a one shot standalone story. Um, and just, you know, lightsaber battles and bounty hunters versus Jedi. So it, it, was, it was fun. Yeah. Nothing great. Questions. Yeah. Yeah. I have questions. Okay, so is this the original story? Like they they just made a story just for this Dark Horse, or is this like a collected story that they got from somewhere? No, this is a new. This is a a story just written for that this this hyperspace tale. This, uh, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, this is their. Uh, like, it's because they're know, making so many references to like Disney Star Wars. That's what it's about. Yeah. Saying, so. And yeah. Um. Yeah, they're they're just taking you know every. I, this is the only issue I've read. Out of this, this is number nine. Um, but yeah, every issue, there's like, I guess there's a Kylo Ren book. There's a, like different characters, you know, there's, you know, uh, there's, there's just different Star Wars characters. As I'm sure there's a Boba Fett and Bosque one somewhere. I think I saw a cover for. Um, yeah, just different uh, standalone Star Wars stories every month. And they're meant, they're a little lighthearted and cartoony because they're meant to be for like all ages, for kids. Interesting. But okay. this was just, but like, that what Star Wars is supposed to be, anyways. <laughs> That's what George Lucas said, and everybody got mad yeah. at him for saying it. So yeah. So this is just you know kind of dumb, stupid fun. It's Quinlan Voss versus Cad Bane. They shoot at each other. They you know they fight each other, and you know it's just simple underworld crime shit. And yeah, so I'll give it a three out of five. It wasn't. It was nothing groundbreaking, but it was just you know. Kind of fun, entertaining, you know, read. Okay. I didn't even think to think of a Dark Horse. I didn't know that they were doing yeah, that. Yeah, I, I guess that was last like... year because I think they got it like last year. Like they Did went, you? Dark Horse got the rights back. Cool. Okay. Okay. All right. So, last book I'm going to do is Invincible Iron Man number 10. This okay. is the issue. This is when okay. it happens. Okay. Uh, for people in the know that have been keeping up with what's going on right now, this is the book where Emma Frost and Tony Stark get married. I'm going to give you the whole picture because this is just the second half of the book. First half of the book is uh, Iron Man number 10. First half of like X-Men 26, I think. But that's the full picture. It, it's another Fall of X issue. So, yeah. So, yes, this is the book where they do get married. They get married in this book. So, let's get to it see what we got. All right, so book starts off with Rhodey in a Texas prison. Like I said, I haven't been keeping up with Iron Man stories in a while. I don't know what's going on. Apparently, he's been framed for murder, something to do with Fall of X, but like that. But anyway, he's in, and he he said he's getting a phone call from Tony Stark. So he so he gets a phone call and he goes, and we get a uh, Tony Stark. Meanwhile, at the Hellfire Club with with some groupies, I guess, and he basically tells a story about him and Embedded Stain. He like, so I tell Stain, believe me, the only thing that's hard right now. Is this suit of armor? Now I don't know what story he was telling, but we're gonna find out about that later on. But anyway, he gets a phone call, and he's basically saying, "You're getting a phone call from from Rody." So he calls Rody. He's telling Rody, "Rody, just chill out in jail. Don't worry. I'm working on it to get you out of jail right now." He was like, "Well, what you call me for?" He's like, well, "You call me." And then they realize they've been set up, and Rody looks around, and all the dudes in in the in the yard stand up, and they're looking right at him. He's like, "Okay, Tony, this ain't good." And Tony's like, "Okay." That's when he sees Fee Long and he realized what's going on right now. 
Fee Long just came in just at the right time so he can look at Tony while his best friend is about to get murdered on the phone. So he was like, hang up, Rody. You need both hands to take care of this while I go take care of this guy. So he goes, so Rody starts fighting these guys before they can uh can take him out. But it's the whole yard, so they can't take him out. So and while he's going over there to Fay Long, Kingpin stops him. And Kingpin's just like, it's done. They're like, what's done? The, the deal we were talking about, it's done. So when we go back to Rody, all of a sudden, Sandman pops up. It starts beating the shit out of everybody. So, and not only Sandman pops up, the living laser pops up. So Sandman and the living laser are both on Kingpin's payroll, and they've been paid to keep Rody alive while he's in jail. So, and that's that's all it is about that. So he hangs up the phone, and when he picks up the phone and realizes that Rody's still alive, he's like, yeah, it came through. And meanwhile, the guard or the warden were like that. He was like, sorry, sir, it didn't happen. So when he says that, feeling like, fuck. So, because he's the one that hired those guys to kill Rody. So he's like, okay, don't worry. Tony won this round, but we're going to get him again. Uh, so, yeah. Let's get past that. Um, and that's when he's talking to Kingpin because he wants to thank Kingpin for setting up the deal to send Sandman and, and Living Laser to the jail. But he was like, but what the hell is Fee Long doing here? I want Fee Long out of here right now before my assistant get here. Because my assistant get here, she's going to be uh, throw a fit. And his assistant shows up because we know it's Emma Frost in disguise. And she's just like, oh, shit, I'm about to kill him. So he realized what's going on. So he got to grab because if she, if she kills him now, he won't be able to get the, the information he needs out of his head to like rebuild his Iron Man suits and shit like that. So then it's the same scene that we got in the last X-Men book. We're not, they recapping it. We're not going to go there. Point is, Philon walks on Tony, you know, picking up the ring, but he accidentally saw them, but he wasn't proposing, but now they got to pretend like they're proposing. So to kind of throw them off the scent. So he can propose a boy, but Emma Frost is like, Tony, let me kill him right now. Cause I've been dreaming of choking him out and making him dream about ants while I, while I kill him. That's what she's saying to him psychically. And then Tony says out loud, don't worry, baby, I'll make all your dreams come true. And he put the ring on his ring on her hand. And now they engaged, and she was like, well, do you think we should? He's like, okay, Tony, go ahead and enjoy it, because it's the first and last time you're ever going to touch me. And they'll kiss. And they're just pretending to kiss because, you know, they don't. Or do they like each other? Meanwhile, he's talking, Phelong is telling congratulations, and he's just like, well, can I come to the wedding? And Tony knows if he tells him no, that if he tells him he can't come to the wedding, he's not going to show up. So he tells him no, because if he tells him no, he'll show up. Because the whole wedding is a ruse to get him to show up to the wedding by himself so they can ambush him. That's the whole point they're doing this. So they leave and that's it. So they're talking about the engagement and everybody's calling her, congratulations, Mrs. Stark. You know, how long is the engagement going to be? Oh, the engagement's going to be like a long, long, long time. They're like, nah, screw that. We're going to Vegas. And they're going to Vegas tonight. <laughs> so they're riding and, you know, you know, they're, they're go to the hotel they drink they dance they go upstairs and that's when tony's like okay honey i gotta go take care of some shit you stay there so while he's there he goes to zeke zeke stain's warehouse to raid it for all this shit that's in there he's basically like stealing all his armory stealing all his shit everything he can because he because he needs as many weapons he can to fight orcas so he goes in there and steal all this shit even a weapon that makes weapons he steals all that shit and he calls this big pickup truck and loads everything in it. 
And he says Steve Rogers sent this guy to drive the pickup truck to get there. And the guy he sent was Deadpool. So Deadpool is driving the truck and he's wearing a Hawk baseball cap. Now, Eli, I'm going to test your knowledge. What is that a reference to? A Hawk? Yes. He's driving a truck. Oh, that is that, that that space trucker guy? I can't. No. You way off track. I'm, I'm going to give you one more hint and I'm going to tell you. Or at least what I think it is. I'll tell you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Over the top. Oh. Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, I get that. Yes. <laughs> Hawk, yes. Hawk, I, yes. I was thinking of that one trucker that drives through space. <laughs> oh, no, I, I don't even know who that is. but he's, in an Aven- he's like in Avengers comics. Isn't he like a space trucker? No, that's he- DC. That's a space cabbie. Is it? Is that on Marvel? Yeah. No, that's DC. No, there's a trucker in Marvel that's a like space trucker. Huh. I'm pretty sure. I'll go ahead. I'm gonna Google that shit. But okay, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that is definitely a Sylvester Stallone over the top, the greatest arm wrestling movie ever made. I don't care what anybody. I think says. the only one. I think the only probably one. so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Tony steals all uh Zeke Stain shit, and now he's time to go to the wedding chapel. Time to get married. He's gonna do it. He like it's the first time and only time of ever getting married, but he doesn't think Emma Frost is gonna gonna show up anyway. Cause like I said. Emma, before he left to go do that shit, she like, look, I got to go stand up with me and shit. So either if I don't show up, either I'm dead or I just change my mind. So he shows up and turns out she does show up. And Tony's like, wow. And then he's like, wow. Like he's like looking at her like, oh shit, I'm about to marry that. So Tony's like, damn, Emma Frost is going to, I mean, like, I don't need to, to know the future. I know Emma Frost is going to break my heart and I can't wait for that to happen. So they go into the chapel and she's like, you look beautiful. She's like, yeah, I know. And so they, and then Philong shows up by himself. He didn't bring Orcus and nobody would. He just shows up by himself. He's like, I'm, I'm see to watch y'all two get married. So, and he's the only one in the, in the, the chapel with them, them and the preacher. And that's it. And she was like, are you ready? They're like, I'm ready. She's like, okay, I'm about to, when I take this ring off, it's on Tony. We, we're going to do it. So she takes the ring off. She goes, the rings off. Uh, she turns back to Emma Frost. And she mind controls everybody in there. And then, boom, Tony and Emma Frost, like, enter Philong's mind, you know, to find out the secrets that he has. So they walk in there, and they find Philong, and he's watching. And they find his memory, and he's watching footage of Howard Stark and some, some metal that Howard Stark had found. And after he saw the footage, he burned the footage. So the only way this footage exists is in Philong's head. So... Meanwhile, Emma Frost is rumbling through her head to find out more information. Tony is looking at the footage, and Howard is talking back to him like, hello, Tony. And because he's looking at footage of his dad, you know, footage he never seen before. So they're talking. He's telling about this metal that he found on some other planet or some other timeline or like that. And this is the metal that will change the world if I get my hands on it. Meanwhile, Philon wakes up and, like, throws him like, Kia, bitch. Throws him off. He's like, you think I'm stupid? You think I didn't know that was Emma Frost the whole time? And y'all did this shit to get me here? And while they're doing it, Emma Frost mind controls him some more, puts him down, and she's like, no, I want to find out what, what, why he hates mutants so much, why he's been out there so long. And then they find out his dirty secret. So apparently, he is the son of mutants. But the mutants didn't hate him. He hated the mutants because he wanted powers and he didn't get powers. So that's why he hate all mutants. 
So, and that's when Tony's just like, oh, look, I got my information. I, I know what my dad knows. Do what you want to it. If you're going to kill him, kill him quick. And she's like, nah, I let him live because I need him to confess everything he's did. Killing him would be too easy. And, and matter of fact, I'm going to mind wipe him so he won't know anything that happened of this. So they go back to the wedding and they're married. So Tony Stark and Emma Frost married. Well, technically not Emma Frost. Her secret identity of Hendel, Hazel Kendall, Kendall Hayes, whatever her name is, he married her. And basically Tony's like, look, when all this said and done, you can ditch this uh, secret identity. Say she died or like that. Just go back to the X-Men and we'll never mention this again. But anyway, they're officially married now. And they walk away. And then Tony's like, look, I appreciate you coming to the wedding. But if you break in on a honeymoon, we're going to have a problem. And then, oh, yeah, you got someone you know, too, because they've been rummaging around in his mind and shit, you know. And then she hands them a napkin and then they go back and then that's it. So and they realized the metal he was looking for was Mysterium, the X-Men metal that's been in that metal the whole time. They're like, this is the metal you need right here. I've been having it the whole time. It's like, oh, shit. Well, I need more of this. Like how much? All of it. So the only way they can get it is in outer space somewhere. So, yeah. And the next issue, Mr. and Mrs. Stark to be continued so yeah so apparently going to join together and, and take over the hellfire club so yeah so tony stark's married to an x-man yeah who the fuck it okay mortal combat shout out to nathan matthews yeah that was last week but yeah we're here <laughs> okay i got it uh i got what, it. Would you, his name what, is would, ulysses ulysses archer u.s archer trucker space trucker. i have i have no idea who that is that is not looking for me at all. I don't know who the hell he is. He's I've never trucker. heard of that before. He's a trucker in space. <laughs> that in is some obscure movie. shit right there, man. We, US, oh, yeah, US oh, okay, okay. US. Well, I've seen I've seen that cover before. I've seen that cover before. Okay. Yeah. He's, he drives us trucks through space. <laughs> That's, so when you said okay. I thought you were going, I thought you was going deep. You said you were testing my knowledge. So I was like, yeah, oh, not shit. comic shit. I meant like 80s shit, man. <laughs> so I just saw you the went, hat. You went like, deep with this one. I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, that's Pull back, saying. Eli. Come back. Rain it in. I was like, oh shit, he's putting me on the spot. Uh-oh, I better pull something out of my ass. Like really <laughs> fist up my ass and pull the shit. Come back to the light, Eli. Come back to the light. You're too deep. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. And you know he, he's gonna pop up. Hey, we saw it here. <laughs> Marvel movie. Marvel yeah, movie. Yeah, he's, he's gonna pop up. He's gonna pop up in Loki or Disney some Plus, shit. Loki season two. We called it right now. So yeah, yeah. we he'll we beat everybody. He'll pop up in the Marvels or something. Yeah, and, and you know he'll have like a one second cameo, and YouTube will go crazy. He'll be a black them. woman, so we won't know who he is. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> That was too far. My fault. That was too far. <laughs> and then all the all the whiny fanboys like, what the fuck? You ruined my favorite character. Not my U.S. Archer space trucker. <laughs> Hashtag. What the fuck? This woke shit. <laughs> Gender swapping my favorite character. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So yeah, oh. that's uh, that's. that's a, so I, saw, I saw the trucker hat and I'm like, oh shit. Space <laughs> shit, space trucker. I was like, oh, what's that one truck? I can't even remember where I've seen him. Oh man, that, that's why I kind of left it open ended. I just want to know where you're going to go with it. I, I, I didn't know how deep you're going to go with it, but 
I left it open ended for that reason alone. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, uh, Hawk. Yeah, I yeah that that I yeah over the top classic classic <laughs> a cinematic masterpiece. Over it the really top. is. It really is. I watched it a little. Bit. It's free on YouTube right now. I watched it right before this podcast. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, While Eli's watching horror movies, I was watching arm wrestling movies. Over the top. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you didn't read the Flash. No, that that was it. I, I know it'll be on DC Ultra next month, next week, or some shit. Why, I why, what, it what, out. what happened? I don't know. I did. I basically, I I haven't read Flash in a while. Gorilla Grodd is doing some shit. That's all I know. And Wally is on the case. I'll be honest and with you. The Flash books are confusing. I didn't. Yeah, it I, ain't I, Flash. It's like all of them. Yeah, but I showed up for the Mike Diodato art. I just. Pretty much the only reason That's, why I'm glad he's back with the, with the big two. He's been doing his own thing now. He's back. Yeah, but yeah, so. when Max Mercury and all these motherfuckers start showing up, I'm just like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. So I, I thought you were going to read that. I was like, I was reading it. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Maybe Leroy will know. So. <laughs> and it's a number. You know what's going on? A number one book. If, 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 that's no. That's that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So honestly, I I read like the first five pages. Not like I don't know what the fuck's going on in this book. Like, nah, that's okay. <laughs> Well then, damn! If you don't know, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> like shit. I, I'll probably check it out later on. But yeah, but, uh, any anything else you got? Or no, I'm I'm pretty booked out. Okay. Uh, don't worry. I will not do Ashford and Simpson as the final as the last song <laughs> on this. Uh, but if you listen this long, this like, share, subscribe. <laughs> like I said, if you listen longer than thirty seconds or at least thirty seconds, we appreciate you. You have boosted the algorithm because they they are watching us they want to know what we're doing so we'll come back next week with some stuff we actually got we actually got a lot on our plate last next week because y'all put the shit on our plate we got to do chucky we got to do cyberpunk part one and two (laughs) so (laughs) i'll do part one you like you do part two so yeah <laughs> uh, some other shit too. I'll, I'll listen to this podcast again and take notes on what we have to, what our assignment is for next week. So yeah, we'll go to it. Uh, anything else you got to add? Or no, I'm, I'm I'm good. Yeah, don't worry. We'll come back with something else. Until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel.
that me 